This is a headgum podcast. You don't want it. You guys don't. None of you want it in the butt. You hate your butts. You're Jews who hate your butts. Run it, run it, run it down my leg. Hello and welcome to Duty Calls with Doug Man. I am your host, Doug Man. With me as always is Jack Dolgen. Hello, Jack. Hello. As you know, Duty Calls is unofficially sponsored by Charmin Toilet Paper. Charmin Toilet Paper. When some old dingles are blocking your ass, use Charmin to clear a pass. <laughs> Charmin Toilet Paper. I like it. You like it? Yeah. I did it this morning. Really? Yeah. Two years? We haven't done an episode yeah. in two years. I, I, we spent, I said I had two years to come up with a Char- Charmin slogan. And then I did it on the shitter today, this morning. Uh, went to the old Rhine Dictionary and uh, dusted off a few uh, old turds to see if they worked. Jack, we're back. We're back. We're back. And uh, back on the throne. It's been two fucking years. We just kind of stopped doing it. Life got in the way. We had jobs. We got tired of not getting paid for this. And it's just... <laughs> uh, and in the interim, we've gotten... Emails and phone calls. You guys have emailed us at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com. You guys have tweeted at us, at the Doug Man and at Jack Dolgen. And you have called us on the shit hotline at 1786 hold it n. That is letter N. And we heard your calls. You wanted more episodes. And so did we. That's true. We really have. And now the shit is back on. The shit is back on. And we're we're more robust than ever because we're coming with a whole new toilet seat game. We're coming with... We, we are coming with um, with a network now. We are on, officially, um, HeadGum... What is it called? <laughs> <laughs> we are on the HeadGum Network, which is a podcasting network with a ton of great podcasts. And um, we kind of feel like with our powers combined, we can really shit all over the world. Our, our shit can reach more places than ever. Right. That's the hope. Yeah. We want to splatter the toilet that is planet Earth. That is planet Earth. Exactly. Um, So I'm really excited about about this. And um, And it's great to see you. I haven't seen you in two years. It's been two years because we said, because I I very much didn't want to talk to you about any shit stories until we got the show going, which is, and and that's every time I see you. So I said, I just can't see you right now. And that turned into two years. Yeah. It's been tough. It's been a real desert. No, that's not true. We, Jack and I see each other still uh, all the time. And talk about the show. So it's, it was time to bring it back. Um, so how's it been? It's been good. I, I think in two years since I've seen you or since we've done the show, I've taken uh, 1,800 shits somewhere <laughs> around there. Um, uh, 1,500 of which were in public restrooms. <laughs> I did. I was actually thinking to myself, like, just kind of looking back, looking at old notes and, like, thinking about what we could talk about. Um and I just, you know, I, I tend to take selfies when I'm on a public restroom just to have a, you know, just for, I don't know why the fuck I do it. Yeah, I, I mean, you send it to me sometimes, but I, I know you don't send me all of them. No, I haven't, I, I, but I still do it. And it did get me thinking about just how much I shit in public restrooms. And it really is all the time. Uh, my wife and I went to uh, Santa Barbara last weekend, and by the time we had made it to the hotel, I had already shit in three public restrooms in the day on the drive yeah how long is that drive an long? hour and a half <laughs> <laughs> were you having an issue no this it was just, just like- a day maybe it was two it was it was too many it was like once i got to the hotel i was like oh my god i've already been 
in two other strangers' bathrooms. Like right. and uh and they weren't no, they weren't emergencies. I think one was at an outlet mall. I mean, uh, what does Nicole say about it? Um I don't I don't think she likes to think about it too much. Yeah. I think she'd want to leave me if she thought about it so much. So she just basically in her mind, maybe she pretends that like you need you have like some other need, like you 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 just like need to like yeah. I think she'd rather you have a, like some sort of drug addiction. Yeah, I think she's like, oh, my husband's just doing coke. It's not a big deal. Because <laughs> if she really had to face the amount of times I go to a public restroom to shit, she'd be like, oh, this is is this going to be my life? Is this what this is? Right, and it, ha- it has been her life for a little while now. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, she really is getting too old for this shit. <laughs> for my shit. Um, but it also got me thinking, like, I've probably in in nicer restrooms, like I shit every time I go to Soul Cycle. Like every time I shit, I just shit there. I can't tell you how many times I'm the one who has to change the toilet paper. How many times you have, have you ever changed the toilet paper in a in a public restroom that has keeps rolls on hand? Well, are they? Or is it one of those things where there's another roll right up top and it drops down? There's those, but at at Soul Cycle, they just have a bin full of toilet paper and then one on a rack. And I have I have wow. finished the one on the rack and put a new one on at least twenty times. I. I I'm having a hard time remembering a time I've ever done that. Yeah, it's I not had that, that feeling. I never shit in public restrooms, but not even close to as often as you. Your numbers are so high. Uh, yeah, the chances of you finishing off a roll and starting a new are yeah. pretty good. Yeah, this the, my numbers are real too. There, it's not it's not uh, uh, fake poos. No, it's real news. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out of the gate. Coming out of the gate with some Trump dump. Um, <laughs> So yeah, but uh, yeah, I've done it just so many times, and then I, there's sometimes when I kill the roll and I'm I feel bad. I don't want to leave it like that for the next person. So maybe I'll try to like tell people like someone working there. I'll be like, "There's a uh, eating more toilet paper." And do you say it with like a shame? Like I what? say it with shame, yeah, and quietly. Uh, I got a question for you about the soul cycle thing because yeah, I know go you got the bike in your house now. Now I got the bike, so it's less. Do you sh- do you have to shit the same? No, never. Never, Mm-mm. because just being, what is it? What's being the in difference? public, knowing I have a class that's starting in like three minutes, I can hear the guy being like, all right, everyone strap in. Boom. <laughs> no, I just know I have to shit. Release. It Release. Just it, 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 the shit drops because I, I start to have a panic attack that I'm going to have to shit in the middle of a class immediately when I hear, all right, we're three minutes away, guys. Get in the saddle. I'm like, oh, God. And I run awkwardly with those clicking shoes onto like a slippery floor. <laughs> And uh, and I know that it's not a lot of people's problems because they only have one stall, and they and there's a ton of people that are in every class. There's only one shitter, and it's almost never being used. No, there's no question that what you go through isn't normal. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I don't know why we had to clarify that. I just, oh yeah, it's, it's interesting to me that that you can be at home. When, how about when you're on the bike? When you're doing it at home and you're on the bike, you're, I'm fine. Good, you're good on the bike. It's, it's not a fear thing. My, I'm in my own home. There's no, no, there's no neuroses. There's no right. fear. What's, what's the worst that can happen? Do you think this is going to be forever? God, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, if we this, want this podcast going. This podcast. I mean, we're with, we're with HeadGum now. They expect certain things. They, expect, <laughs> they, they, they took us because they expect results. The last thing they need is a, uh, is a, a cure Doug man. <laughs> that would be bad for business. Terrible for business. <laughs> terrible for my brand. Good for my life. Terrible for brand. Um, <laughs> No, I don't think it's going to get much better. It's, I think it's gotten as good as it can. Like, well, I, yeah. I, I can live my life. I'm not scared to go out anymore. I'm not, I don't have a panic attack if I get on the subway in New York. Right. You know, That's so. That's huge. Yeah, so, like, I can live. 
Uh, it's yeah. just just a dirty way of living. It's not so bad. I mean, it's it could be worse. Here's the good news: you don't mind shitting in public restrooms. No. If you also hated it, oh, you'd be fucked. No, I almost enjoy it at this point. Really? Well, what? What's the great? I, like, about it? I, I feel like a connoisseur. I've, I've, I've like, <laughs> I haven't visited that many places in my life. My passport isn't all stamped up, but man, have I seen public restrooms all across this great nation? I've just been everywhere. You, I have been everywhere. Ship, yeah, a lot of ship stamps. I've, I've been. Yeah, it's a lot of ship stamps. <laughs> um, yeah, the SS shit has sailed all over. <laughs> All over this great nation, and um, and I've been to the high highs and the low lows, and I've seen it all. And oh. someday I'll tell my story. Oh, I guess I'm telling my story now. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got a a great show for you today. This is Rachel Bloom uh, from 2014. Yeah, we recorded this way way back. We held on to it. We didn't air it. Uh, 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 there was some reason we didn't air it. I can't remember what, but we didn't, we didn't, we had to hold on to it. We had to hold on to it. We couldn't air it right away. You would have made yourself sick and killed yourself <laughs> if you held in a shit this long, as long as we held in this podcast. And in the interim, uh, <laughs> Rachel has since had a show that got on the air. I think she had made her pilot at the time we talked about this. She wasn't married to her now husband, our good friend Dan Greger, uh, who's a, been a, a guest on the show many times. Um, she wasn't married yet. She didn't have a show on the air. She didn't have a Golden Globe. Um, the truth of the matter is, if we wanted to get her on the show now, we probably couldn't. Well, she's a little <laughs> so, busy at the, at the moment. So we're lucky we had this one in the can, so to speak. So we're going to start back up with duty calls with uh, something from our archives that was never released this is kind of a this is like a basement tape situation. <laughs> Cuz I'm compa- that means I'm comparing us to Dylan. That's how good we are. We are the Dylan of shit podcasts. <laughs> um so yeah, so here here's Rachel Bloom. Gold Globe uh, winning, multi-time Emmy nominated Rachel Bloom, star of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, going to talk about poop. So enjoy. Here she is, Rachel Bloom. <laughs> All right, we are here with Rachel Bloom. Rachel, here you are, and it is ridiculous, and I put it on myself that you haven't been here yet. But I think it's good because it's now we get you now. Yeah. You know, it's like we got all that other riffraff out of the way, and now Rachel Bloom is here. <laughs> hey, guys. So happy to be here at Duty Calls. No, I'm really psyched to be here. Uh, that's cool. I love this podcast. You know how much yeah, I love it. Yeah, I know. It. You've been very supportive since day one. Fantastic. Yeah. Since day one. Rachel played heavy in the first episode of Duty Calls when Dan Greger came Sure, well, that's correct. A story that was really about you and him being that's a new true. couple. If you're a listener out there and you haven't heard that, the first ever Duty Calls, first of all, you should because it's just, I think it's great context for the show. Yeah. And Greger tells an amazing story uh, really about love and mm-hmm. insecurity <clears throat> in L.A. Uh, with Rachel. And now here we are. And they are engaged now. And that has changed since that story, obviously. Yeah. Where you thought he was breaking up with you. I did. I thought he but I thought he, he cheated on me. Because he, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought, because he, because, because that five second, if you haven't heard the story, there's a five second period. It turns out he'd, he'd shit in an alley. But I, he <laughs> was acting. And didn't tell you. And didn't tell me. And he was acting weird for like two days. And finally I was like, he snapped at me. And I was like, what's wrong with you? And he goes, okay. 
I got something to tell you. And there was a period of five seconds where, like, the earth stood still. Oh. I remember we were in the car. We were driving to the L.A. Zoo. And <laughs> and I thought he was going to say, like, I, 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 I cheated on you. I don't know when he would have cheated on me because I'd been with him the whole time. When he was shitting in the alley. When he was shitting in the alley. And then he's like, I shit in an alley last night. <laughs> and I laughed because I was relieved. Yeah. And it's funny. And it's funny, you know, you 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 start dating someone and you sense that you're similar. And then it's only like it's weird that you start dating someone, you don't really know you have all these similarities, and then as times go by time goes by, you realize you have all these like weird similarities and weird like shames mm-hmm. and, and weird neuroses that like only come out years later. Like there's yeah. stuff I'm learning about him, you know, six years in that I'm like, oh my God, I do that thing. How That's weird great. that I happen to be with this person who has the same thing. Yeah. Like, like I'm really, I'm really lucky, guys. You are. You're both lucky. Very lucky. Yeah. Very yeah. lucky to have each other. You, you, you both absolutely deserve each other. Yeah. Thank you. You well, really do. Yeah. I don't know why I took that as a <laughs> Because underneath that was like, you know, for the good and the bad. And yeah, you were like, we absolutely <laughs> When Jack says that, he's like, yep, you absolutely deserve each other. <laughs> you can never just take it as a th- compliment from Jack. You have to be like, wait, wh- what do you mean by that? Yeah, yeah. Well, you're both great and you're both idiots. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> we're both really, really clumsy. You're idiots. both ridiculous in the same ways, but you are. And it's that's it's a, it's a beautiful thing. I ran into a, a glass door. <laughs> I was at my agent's office and I was talking to someone, feeling pretty networky, and then I turned and I thought the glass door was the outside. And I and I and I walked straight into the glass, and my uh, head, my nose, still hurt a lot. Oh my god! But not as much as your soul. No, and and your- and the age, my agent's assistant uh, burst out laughing. She was uh, like, I hope so. and I was, and she's like, I'm sorry to laugh. I was like, it's okay. Like this, this is the oldest form of comedy. This and farting yeah. are the two oldest yep. things that yeah. make people laugh. This is my bread and butter. So yeah, like, and then I just did it again. <laughs> <laughs> if your assistant saw that, you should have been like, because that your assistant, hopefully, will, the, the assistant one day will be an agent and be like, this is the stuff you should be looking for me. Like, if you're looking for jobs for Rachel, <laughs> I, I can walk into glass windows. <laughs> She's really good at walking into glass windows. Um, but let's talk about poop. Yeah, let's talk about poop. You know, my story of me and my shit is is a story of innocence, is my innocence being stripped away. Because wow. when I was a kid, I had a really great relationship with shitting. Uh, I wasn't potty trained until I was four. Whoa. So How late is that? Really we late, should right? know that on this show. The, I should know that on the show. I think about one is normal. One or two, I think. Really? One, two, right? Two, I, I think. No. Well, one, people are still like wearing diapers. Okay. Kids yeah. are still wearing diapers at so one. So between one and two? Maybe one and two. Yeah, so like I was I was late. And part of the reason I loved it was like, so I have I have pretty early memories. Com- com- compared, even comparing to some people, like I remember, I have some memories from when I'm like two, three. So I really remember shitting in my diaper. Like I remember what it felt like. Wow. And I lo- and it was great because what I would do is I'd put on it. I'd be like, I have to shit now, mommy. And mommy would put a diaper on me. And then I had a Sesame Street playhouse, and I would go into the playhouse uh, and like shit. And I'd also like p- play pretend. So I would get stuff done while I was shitting. And, oh, and yeah? I and I have a like and paperwork I, and yeah, like paperwork, like taxes. <laughs> yeah. But I but I have this memory of being in my diaper and just walking around my room shitting. What I would do is I would shit and I would pace and talk to myself, which is what really? I still do when I write. I walk around the house and I pace and talk to myself. The only difference is I'm not shitting in my pants. Do you do you feel the urge? Do you have to yeah. stop the urge to shit yeah. your pants while you're doing it? It feels like I should. I think I I think I put up a stink to be to be uh You wanted to keep pooping in a I diaper. I think I really wanted to keep pooping in the diaper because when it became a thing, it was a problem. Like I so when, so when what what what's So thing? so finally I'm like 3 or 4 and they're like 
enough. And I think they'd been trying to get me, because I'd been peeing in the toilet. They got me to pee okay. in the toilet. That's I interesting. I wouldn't shit. I think they, so they'd been trying for a while to get me to shit in the toilet. And there was something about the act of shitting was like innocent and beautiful and sacred to me. And like shitting was synonymous with me being like playing pretend time. Cause when I'd shit in my diaper, wow. I would also, it was just kind of like. You were also, your imagination was running wild. You were having conversations it with was, yourself. It was freeing. Cause when you it's free really this, amazing. you free the mouth. It was a release. When you free this, you don't, you didn't see Rachel, but she said when you free this, she made a motion to her butt. Yeah. You free the mouth. Yes. Yeah, which is— You free the butt, you, f- free, you free the, the mouth. mouth. But it sounds like it was your imagination that was being freed. Like, you were releasing ideas and feces at mm-hmm. the same time. Yeah, because it was— That's it was really interesting. Ultimately, never, yeah, it was ultimately very relaxing. And I just remember pacing around my room and, like, shitting and being alone and just being like, okay, well— And I don't know, pretend—I had a lot of imaginary friends, so I was probably talking to, like, you know— I don't know, Pippi Longstocking was like one of my imaginary friends. I was oh, like yeah. probably hanging out with Pippi Longstocking, mm-hmm. like shitting and being like, okay, Pippi, what do you want to do today? You want to go to the pool? All right, that sounds good. <laughs> That's the thing is I don't remember like feeling grossed out with living with my own shit. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I think I've blocked that out and I've blocked out also being like a three or four year old and like my mom's still having to wipe shit off my ass. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't remember that, but I do remember the calm, the calmingness of like, the calmingness of like, being in the diaper and pacing and talking to myself. Uh-huh. Um, and but, That's but it, really interesting. But it was beautiful. But it was, like, beautiful. I really liked it. There's actually—when uh, I was two, we went on KCET to—they used to do this thing on public television where they would bring parents on to talk about, like, children's programming on KCET, and they would have the kids playing. Uh-huh. And so my mom and I went on when I was a kid because my grandparents were volunteers for KCET. And there's, it's on television is me shitting in my, is my, di- in my diaper. We have it on tape. You it's, know, you know, in that moment you're shitting. In your I know diaper. for a fact I'm shitting in my diaper because I, <laughs> I rem- because I vaguely remember it. And my mom was like, that's your shit face. Because what I would do is I would basically, oh uh, I would basically daven. It was like davening. Oh, I would, sure. Oh, very spiritual. I would, you can't see, but I would, I would, I get red in the face. Davening is what sort of Jews do. Uh, it's like. Praying yeah. and they kind of shit rock back and forth, like, yeah. and they yeah they're mostly doing that the sting song Desert Rose, <laughs> and and they're just <laughs> and they're and they're like very intensely shaking up yeah um, so so like I so I guess like when I was. I, I, I guess when I was a kid, it was a combination of talking to myself and davening. But but on TV, there's I'm red in the face and I'm davening. And then the camera cuts away because I'm clearly shitting myself. And how old were you? I, I think I was like two. So I'd like here. to put this out there. The first time Rachel Bloom was ever on television, yeah. she shit her pants. Yes. <laughs> that's actually, that's a very good point. That's amazing. <laughs> yep. Wow. Because Rachel has continued to be on television and will continue to be on television and, and, the, and the big screen. <laughs> and But the first time will always be the time she shit herself. Uh-huh. My prayer for you yeah. is that the last time you're on television, you shit your pants. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think we should make it an Easter egg and every single time I'm on television, <laughs> yeah. I shit myself. And you have to point out, and you have to kind of figure out what, where At what point did it happen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think if you do that, we'll know each time. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, no but matter that, what character yeah. you're playing, you're just like a davening Jew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she... She, she's supposed to be the girl, uh, the girlfriend from across the street. <laughs> yeah, she's davening like a. <laughs> no, that's her. That's just Rachel shitting. <laughs> um, that's very funny. So, very interesting. So, so then I, so then I, I remember turning four and I was like, I'm, I'm. I also sucked my thumb really late. I think mm-hmm. this was me being stubborn. I was an only child. I was mm-hmm. a very self-indulgent only child. I think I just refused to shit in the toilet because they got me to pee in the toilet and I was like, nope, I'm not shitting in here. 
so this is what I remember because then they started to try to bribe me because I wouldn't mm-hmm. shit in the toilet and they were like, you're about to go to preschool. Then this I remember. They were like, you need to shit. You need to go poop in the pot. It's not going to be good for you. If it's not going to be good for you. You need to go poop in the pot. And I was like, no. So they started bribing me. And I remember going pee-pee on the toilet and our housekeeper holding up a Hershey's kiss and being like, if you poop, I'll give you this Hershey's kiss. And me being like— How appropriate. I mean, I'm just going to say. It's could it, amazing. Anything, is it could be more on the nose. She, yeah, it's like— and you, you were sitting there, you were like, you know what, Consuela? A little on the nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little on the nose here with the, with the Hershey kiss. I, Did we just get racist here? Uh, <laughs> I'm, well, I'm sorry. What was her, her name? Her name was Lily. Lily. She was from Guatemala, though, so— <laughs> Her name was Lily, Lily Consuelo. (laughs) (laughs) It was basically like, you make a Hershey kiss, and I'll give you a Hershey kiss, so no one's losing anything. Right. That would have been hilarious if she'd said that. Mm -hmm. Because you're right, brown for brown. A little brown for brown. And I remember weighing the pros and cons. Every time she'd try to bribe me with candy, I'd be like, ah, nope, still going to shit in a diaper. So at a certain point, my parents took my diapers away. They were like, we're not doing this anymore. And they were like, when we take your diapers away, you're you're gonna have to go in the toilet. But then I just started shitting in my pants. Whoa. As a fuck you, or you called their bluff. I was at this. I was scared. <laughs> Very much so. I was scared. You know, I gone four years. I think I was actually literally afraid. I'm sure to poop in the toilet. And I remember walking with my mom to. Uh, we were walking through like the mall near our house, and I was like, I have to go poo poo. I have to go poo. And she was like. You want to go? You want to go in the Savon bathroom toilet? Like, mm-hmm. do you want to go in the in the Savon bathroom? And I was like, no, no, no. And she's like, okay, we're gonna do it. Let's go in the public toilet. And I shit my pants. Like, I remember shitting Instead. my pants wow. and being so ashamed. Like, I remember feeling like, Ugh. so. Finally, one night. Wow. Um, and this is on video. I have video of this night. Um, uh, uh, finally one night they were like we're not giving you diapers we're not doing any of this you're gonna go poop in the pot tonight you're gonna shit in the pot tonight and by this point they'd promised me so many toys they promised me like this doll called Little Miss Magic Hair where you mm-hmm. brush your hair and it turns a different color they promised me like a, a little toy car like they'd <laughs> promised me so much and I still wouldn't shit in the toilet so they were like so I remember like and this is also on video so like my memories are kind of intertwined with what actually happened I'm like Walking around the house with the worst stomach ache for like an hour, and they were like, "We're not going to let it out." We're not, and I, I think I didn't have underwear on, so it was like I had nowhere to shit. And yeah. they were like, "You're going to shit on the toilet tonight." I'm sorry, you're going to shit on the toilet. Yeah. They removed the net from they, underneath. They you. took out the net, yeah. and I remember being like what terrified. An, what an amazing symbol! Uh, like I was scared. Symbol yeah. metaphor. I was really one of those two. Yeah, I was like, I was like, it felt like without a net, and I was really um, scared. Like I remember that feeling of fear. But but on this video, it's weird because my mom's videotaping me, and I'm crying. She's like, "Do you want me to turn the camera off?" And I go, "No." <laughs> uh, you know what? We should Little probably. We star. should probably. We should. Pro- we, can we get the? We can get the audio for yeah, this, right? Yeah, yeah, and I'll yeah. I'll I'll, uh, I'll give you the audio for we it. We should I, probably do that, right? Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We can um, play through. It's pretty funny. Um, so finally, I. Um, Finally, I shit. I go on the toilet and I shit for the first time. And it hurt because I'd been holding in my poop for so long. Uh But that's the first time shitting it ever hurt to me. So then you really were fucked. Oh, my God. This is what shitting on the toilet feels like. It honestly felt like losing my ass virginity. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think of that. That moment felt like losing my virginity more than losing my virginity actually ever did. But but the thing with that is then it just starts feeling better and better, though. You know, the first time always hurts. Yeah, you're right. The first time always hurts. And then it was fine. And then I shat in the toilet. Wait, so you did, wait, but you did it once and it hurt. Yeah. And. I had no choice. But once I, I I bit that bullet and. And did you feel proud of yourself after you did it? 
I did. I remember I was crying and I got all these toys. I did feel proud. <laughs> I think it was so traumatic. I was so scared. I was just so afraid of like, like pooping to me had been this private moment where I'd pace and I'd imagine things. And then now I had to give my imagination to the toilet. I, it, wow. It, it's almost like um, you didn't want to poop in the toilet because you didn't want your parents to rob you of your like creative energy. I guess you you're, could say that like, like, if I poop in the toilet, I'll lose my, I'll lose my essence. I'll lose my essence. I'll lose my mm-hmm. creative juice. Well, you're losing a piece of yourself. And I do have that fear. I did have that then recurring fear throughout my life to like, Every time I go through like writer's block, I'd be like, I've lost it. I've lost my essence. Mm-hmm. So there is this That's feeling. usually when you shit yourself, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the essence is gone. I'm back. <laughs> but there's this idea of, of even as a child, the fear of losing childhood. I think that's what it was. Because mm-hmm. I, I kept going through these little crises throughout school of like every single major event, I'd be like, my childhood's gone. Like I remember the first Wanting time. Wanting to I, remain young. The first time I French kissed a guy. Um, I then like went into my house and I played piano and it was like a it was like a piece called like the the young little girl or something. It was like some piece with like a Who very innocent you? title. <laughs> I don't know. And this fear of like losing childhood and and uh-huh. losing myself and um, never going back. You're like a toddler never reveals her age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really four, but I say I'm three and a half. <laughs> I'm such a bad girl. <laughs> So the second little, like, just because I love, you know, the idea that that shitting equals shame somehow, even though it's something we all do. Um, my whole family, we were big farters. Like, we talked about shitting a lot, and we talked about farting a lot, and we farted very openly. And that's just something I never questioned. I was you like— farted very openly. So, so we would just fart openly, like my— Parents and my grandparents. Would you say it? Would it be like farted, or you just did it and didn't, and then didn't talk? No, about it. it would. It would be a joke. It would be like, uh. oh, I'm gonna fart. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's just what we did. I don't know if it's a Jew thing or if it's just my family. So, so that was also very innocent for me. Like I didn't think farting was <clears throat> shameful. And you and you thought it was okay just to fart like in front of people. Or yeah, just in the house. Maybe I like, I think just in my house, but like around my family. Like I didn't do it at school. I knew mm. that much, but like around my family, I was like, oh, family means like you just like fart openly. I think the first time we've heard that on the show. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. people fart openly. With their in, family with and their stuff. their family. I just, it's the way, my family was, my parents were very open about the body and sex and. Mm-hmm. and did they walk around naked? Yeah. They did. They did. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was all, it was they just did. like a very it was all open, out there. It's yeah. very open, just very open, uh. Very open, open environment, open family. Okay. Open doors during shitting? Sometimes. Hmm. So, like, your dad would be shitting and the door would be open in the bathroom. My dad's a loud, yeah, my dad's, like, a loud shitter, too. <laughs> um, uh, well, what did it say? Like, like, just, I think as a joke, almost, like, as a bit, sometimes he'll shit and then just be like, ah! <laughs> 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 I think it was like to make us laugh. It was like yeah. a very funny house. Like we would yeah. just we would make jokes about that and jokes about farting and mm-hmm. fart and it, would, it was funny. And then one day we were out. It was me, my parents, and my grandparents. We were out at a restaurant, and I remember I remember it. I was like nine, and a woman comes by our table wearing like a ridiculous hat, and she goes, "This is for you." And she hands my dad a note on a napkin, and it said something like. Um, 
you are the loudest group of people I've ever sat next to, and I sincerely hope you take care of your gas problem. (laughs) 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 Oh, oh, you were publicly like shamed about your farting, and it was signed. uh, And it was signed, sincerely, good meal ruined. Oh, Oh, God, and like. Okay, so then. So you remember so, that? Did your dad read it out loud to everyone? I or? read it. You read it. I read it, and I remember <laughs> this. I remember this because because my 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 parents haven't brought this story up much, so I know it's a true memory because I remember it, and I and I and so my grandpa went. It was me. I was farting a lot, oh, and then my dad goes, "No, it was me. <laughs> I was farting a lot," and then I go, "I was farting. <laughs> it was me." I and I realized we'd all just been farting. So she had a right oh to say this because you'd all just been blasting this fucking table. Oh, oh Jesus. God. We'd just been like, rah, 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 rah. thank you. Risotto is ruined for me. <laughs> oh, it's just such a terrible. Uh, so, anyway. Wow. You And how old do you think you were? I was like eight or nine. Wow. And it was the first time I ever really felt like— you know what restaurant like you were at? The Golden Goose in El Segundo. We were there for a free Mother's Day meal. <laughs> a free Mother's Day meal? Yeah. That you had earned because you went there so yeah. much? Or? No, no. Every, mothers ate free on Mother's It was uh, Mother's Day. Yeah. So it ruined our Mother's Day. Oh, God. You ruined a lot of Mother's Days that day. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so you remember feeling shame. I felt a lot of shame. And um, what was your parents' response to your grandparents? Were they did they feel shame or they were like, ah, fuck her? I think they we were like, fart. fuck her. They were like, fuck her. She's what a bitch. She's stupid. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I felt I think the most amount of shame because like I just hadn't thought about it. And then so it's like these innocent things like pooping and farting. They're just like being taken away from me. Society's telling me like, no, no, these are bad things. Sure. Be ashamed. Well, what's really interesting about that dinner experience is that um, it takes the the um, the bubble that you lived in. Mm-hmm. You took the bubble out of the house yeah. and you put it into the real world. Yeah. And now <clears throat> you're existing like, you're all existing like you still are in the like bubble. You're in, like you're in the living room. Right. You're yep. like you're in the living room and society is like responding to you. Yep. And as a kid, those are, those are like, um, those are moments where you see the matrix a little bit and you're like, oh, okay. Like my well, that's when you learn boundaries. internal life, my family life is like, we're different than yeah. other people. We're yeah. one thing. We're one thing, we're one and other thing. people are other or things. Another it's thing. a, it's an, it's a, you would become aware of otherness. It's otherness, yeah. 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 Which is a huge concept to get. Huge. Uh, but important, too. It, it's, yes. it, it's dangerous, but it's also like, I wouldn't say that that woman was wrong to write that note either, because uh, unless you were sick. I don't know how much we sick, were. I wonder how much But if you were, like, we were all ripping farting. farts, like— it's not okay to do that in public while people are eating. Like, you should get up and go to the bathroom. Like, if you are just farting constantly. I don't, unless you're I wonder sick. how constant it was, though. Like, maybe it was like it my— It sounds gr- like it was pretty bad, You weren't in an airplane. Yeah, come on. Airplane if you're not in a li- if, space. If, if you're not like- in your living room or an airplane, you can't do it. Actually, last night I was at a restaurant, and I was holding, holding in farts. Holding in farts. And then one got out, yeah. and it reeked. It. Yeah, and it reeked. And it happens. Yeah, no, I know, but I was trying to hold it in, and I did <laughs> yeah. feel like I didn't feel good about it. No, I hold it in. It's not. I don't want to. It's 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 a bummer to smell a fart while you're eating a meal. It's not yeah. okay. It's not like yeah. if you if you can hold it in, you hold it in. The worst is if it happens, and if you're in a bar or whatever, and then someone's like, "Oh, what's oh that's oh the nightmare." There's nothing more shaming oh, than people God. being like, 
what the fuck is happening? Smelling your inside. Yeah, and out. it's just like, and it's just like reaching, like you can, you can actually almost watch the cloud hitting people's face. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, just want to crawl inside of your body and just, just die. See, now I kind of own it. I was at my friend's apartment yesterday, and I took a big shit, and I was like, there's no way, and I was just like, I, I'm sorry for what I just did <laughs> in your bathroom. I'm really sorry. Like, I just apologize now. That's and nice. that way, like, people go in expecting almost yeah. worse than it actually is. That's nice. It's nice yeah. to set the bar high, too. Yeah. Be like, oh, it wasn't even that bad. It wasn't that bad. Well, you and I work together a lot, and you, I feel like you basically, you shit every time you're here. Yeah. you like, you shit in my toilet almost as much as me yeah 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 and then doug you're, you're probably but i tell yeah. you though i'm like i'm gonna go take a shit right now right yeah i think so i yeah. warn yeah. you as it ever as bad as does it no, it's fine it's fine because it's there like you go. yeah but if i hadn't ex- told him right it's a great example of how something that's usually people freak out about and mm-hmm. are nervous about isn't actually weird if everyone's just honest about if it. we're just talking about everyone it. shits that's the thing that I love about the podcast oh thank you is everyone shits and if we were just open about it and was like hey I'm gonna do what my body's supposed to do yeah if I'm a healthy person and I'm gonna do that in your bathroom right now because that's what bathrooms are for yeah right and it's gonna smell because my body that's what happens when you shit my body's making waste it's using the energy <laughs> and the energy it's not using it's turning into poo <laughs> Creative energy flying it's out just, of your butt. You yeah. see through the you, you And if see you hear me talking, matrix. that's just me having a, like a dialogue with myself. And that's what I do. So like Listen. live with it. And also when I get out, my parents will have a toy car for me outside. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Every time Rachel comes uh, back into the, the room from my bathroom, she's like, uh, my gift now, please. Yeah. I expect a yeah. I expect a gift. I expect a Hershey's kiss. Yeah, she wants a Hershey's kiss. I was like, I don't have those. Oh, that's weird, because I thought that that's just, like, what you're supposed to do when you shit. (laughs) That's why I give you candy when you poop. I'm really proud of you. It's really inspirational. Okay. Like, up until a couple years ago, I—this this this was literally the biggest secret I had. I'm incredibly nervous and excited. It's not—but it it just shows you how lame my life is. So, (laughs) I was, like, nine or ten— this is such a, like, weird story. And, you know, like, you're still, like, a weird kid, but, like, you're in puberty enough to, like, know that shit is, this stuff is weird. So I was, like, shitting on the toilet. And I was, like, a weird imaginative only kid. And I was, like, I wonder what my shit tastes like. And I, like, taste a little bit of my shit. I, I want to say, like, I did. Just, like, out of a weird curiosity. <laughs> Just, like, when I was, like, but this is the thing. It was like so little. It was no, like no, such no, a little no, no, amount. Sorry. I'm very. In- it, was a, it was. It was. <laughs> let's go. Th- let's go through the logistics of this. Did you reach into the bowl? No. 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 Okay. Caught it no, as no. it. Was I coming. remember. I was wiping and I like put my finger on the toilet paper. Yeah. And like taste a little. But it was like it was so. Mm-hmm. Inf- it was it was a really small amount. And then I immediately knew. Um, it was wrong, and I immediately like washed my mouth out, and I was like, "Why did I do that? That was weird." Did it, was, it taste like shit? I, I think so. It was just like a weird, like little kid impulse. Again, this that's is like really interesting. This no, is I the, think that's not. This is like my deepest, darkest secret. I because don't I, think that that's uncommon either. No. It's not. So like, but I immediately felt this overwhelming sense of shame, and like I felt a little shame in my life, but like this was <laughs> over, the most overpowering, and I felt the compulsion to then tell my parents about it. Uh huh. But then. Once I told them, I started thinking of other things in my life that I was ashamed about, and I started purging this, and this led—this is what started my OCD when I turned, like, 9 or 10, was oh this shit God. This shit moment. This led me into a spiral of anxiety of um, 
Confessions. Of confessions of whenever I felt like I did something wrong. Compulsively confess. And they weren't asking me to compulsively confess. But I started confessing about all sorts of things. And then it led to, like, you know, a germ thing where it was, like, if I felt like I touched— like the wrong part of a faucet. Like I felt like I had to confess that it, 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 and it, it, it was serious, like OCD for a couple of years and it ruined my life. Mm. And it all stemmed from tasting your own shit. It all, honestly, it all stemmed from that. I mean, that is really, that's interesting. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, A couple things come to mind. One, I love that when you, (laughs) when you say, Oh God, this tastes like shit. You, you actually have a frame of reference. <laughs> like I don't even think the thing is I think it was more of like the ritual of it. Like I don't even know if I actually even tasted it. It oh, was it was more just the it was more just the you tasted it you tasted it you fucking tasted it okay. I wonder if like what other little kids have done that because little kids have done that shit. Sure, of oh, I've got I remember it. like to... I remember like eating an ant as a kid. I definitely uh-huh. I definitely had the thought of like I wonder what the shit tastes like. Uh-huh. I never did it that but I, I was, can remember. But it, I felt like something broke. I felt like that was like it caused a—the shame of that moment caused this psychic anxiety break. And huh. now, I because I deal with anxiety now to a way lesser degree, but every time I'm going through an anxiety f- spiral, it honestly just feels like I'm like nine years old over that toilet again. Well, that wow. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I, I, and I, what I find really interesting is that this— the. The snowball that happened is you went down like a um, a rabbit hole of shame about be- things that are bad, yeah, or something that's wrong. Like you had to confess, I did something compulsions wrong. that you feel bad about, yeah, or desires that you felt bad exactly. about. Yes. I did something wrong or inappropriate or somehow socially unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And what started the whole thing is you treating shit, mm. which is typically treated as push it away, bad. We we remove this. We don't think about. It, we don't mm-hmm. talk about. It. it is our, it is it is our collective dirty secret. Mm-hmm. You know, our that shit. Yeah, you treated it as normal. Yeah, and interesting and not taboo. Yeah. So you had a moment where you treated shit by tasting it. It's like um you you it's like you treated it like anything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to experience this thing and try it and 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 respect it on the same level that I would anything else. I have curiosity about. Right. Mm-hmm. But. You immediately, society immediately kicks in and tells you, you're not supposed to treat that as normal. The social norms, the otherness. Yeah, you're supposed to treat that as bad. And that becomes... And it's and it's literally your the the bad in you. You felt and you felt overwhelmed by that bad. You felt so overwhelmed by that bad that you had to actually purge it out of you you had to and then clean your whole body of any right. anything that made you an other yeah you're or, right i went the other way i became obsessed with being clean and being yeah, right because right. you wanted being because normal and you became fixated on being good yeah mm-hmm. you know like the confession about the thing is like is like i'm i'm, I'm okay i'm you're okay cl- I'm, you're I'm cleansing yourself yeah you're, you're cleansing your, well, it's also like that. an urge to normalize yeah. and in right. a way be like other people have done this right and then it's like no oh god then i got to go the other way exactly then i got to like double and it yeah you're totally right and it's so appropriate that shit would be mm-hmm. the item cuz it's it's, so it's the dirty it's the dirtiest it's the dirtiest thing we don't talk about it's mm-hmm. literally the thing inside of you that yeah. is bad and dirty that that no one wants it's to talk your waste. about. It's your literal waste. Yeah. So and it's like your literal trash. What's also interesting too, and I and I don't pretend to really have an understanding of this, or and I could be way off, but you not wanting to shit on the toilet also like 
you felt like you were losing a piece of yourself too. Like, you know, when you shit into a diaper, it's with you still. Mm-hmm. You can you can look at it. Oh, yeah. It is it, it's with you. It You're is right. a, it's still like on your butt essentially. It's a part of you. You're not losing it. When you get on a toilet, you don't look into the toilet. You're over the toilet. It goes into water. You you flush it down, you never see it again. Yeah. And you kind of wanted to bring it back up. Yeah. And like look at it and be a part of it and stuff like and what's interesting too is you associated when you were when you were two and three, you're shitting and having to shit with escape, creative escape. Yes. You could have conversations with other with with imaginary friends. You could let your mind and you're a creative person now. You you're you live. That's your lifeblood is to get inside of your head and have conversations. Yeah. That's what you get paid to do. Yeah. That's what you love to do. And you associated that with being able to poop yourself, yeah. which is really an, an interesting thing. Yeah. And no. then to taste the shit to me is also just like even the act of bringing poop back up above the toilet is a wild thing now because you never see shit anymore. You don't. Yeah. We we put it in a toilet. We put it away. We never see it out of water. We don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's an it's, other. It's, yeah. it's 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 it's, it's another. another. It's it another. another. It's even those part of you. It immediately becomes. Uh, another like oh that's the shit in the toilet that's not me I didn't do that that's just something else I need to get rid of now yeah and I don't think it's weird that you wanted to see it and like look at it I and think taste yeah it, it was I <laughs> because yeah. I think you missed it and I think that you felt shame that you did miss it right? yeah and that you know because uh, you had a natural inclination to have a, a healthy or or even relationship with the sort of darkness within you. Yeah. I think that's what the shit is. It's it's your it's the physical embodiment of like your darkness. <laughs> a creative person is inclined to have a relationship with that aspect of themselves mm-hmm. because struggling and wrestling with those those parts of you is what leads to creative output mm-hmm. and creative energy. Yeah. And even as a kid that manifested in in just childhood creativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you don't if you ignore and push away and hide from like the things inside of you that are funky and weird mm-hmm. and dark and and don't feel good and, and are bad, then you really don't have anything to play with. Really, mm-hmm. you're just like you're not you're not. There's no struggle. Yeah. So you're not creating anything from that. Before you're taught to not shit in in your pants, you go year a uh, year two years thinking that there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Because you're just shit in your diaper. Right. Once you go into the toilet, then the then the otherness that you learn is no, 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 no. We don't do that. Once you're once you're of this world, you do it in a toilet and you flush it away. Right. But the formative, like eighteen months, the first eighteen months of your life, you don't do that, and no one is saying that's bad. Yeah. So there's a real like that is a loss of innocence too. Like, but wait, why was this one thing that I was doing okay at one point, and now mm. all of a sudden I have to go to a different room that's closed off from everything else. That, you know, that's cold and like, you know, tiled and, mm-hmm. and and do this here. And when I could do it before, it could be out there. Yeah, yeah. like, I mean, and it's interesting because I didn't, I didn't really, I, I, I didn't think about it in, in, in these analytic terms until I went to theater school and you learn about like postmodernism and postmodern dance where it's like, oh, postmodern dance is taking the narrative away and it's just like a jump for a jump or a turn for a turn. And this mm-hmm. idea of like, just this kind of like tishy, you know, like mind expanding thing right. of like, oh, well, we label nakedness bad. Why is nakedness bad? And we label shitting as bad. Why mm-hmm. is it bad? And it's like, and, and 
uh, when you study voice, like for being an actor, you study voice, you learn that you're really just trying to get your your instrument back to where it was when you were two. Before you judged everything. Well, and speak, because it's literally like a, a, a child has the impulse to say, babies can cry for hours and never get hoarse. And it's because it's coming from a true, uh, a place of, of just pure impulse. That's mm-hmm. why dogs, that's why animals don't, we're the only animal that gets hoarse is because mm-hmm. our sound is coming from a place of, like, societal restrictions. So, like, a, a kid goes, like, I want ice cream! And the kid's, mm. like, and the parent's, like, use your inside voice. And it's, like, sorry, I want ice, ice cream. So, like, we learn to stifle our impulses because of these, like, societal restrictions. And I think shitting is, like, the biggest example of mm-hmm. of society labeling something bad that is natural. It's the way our right. bodies work. And mm-hmm. it's stinky. And, like, animals don't, like, animals you know, it, puppies won't shit where they eat. Like, it's it's dangerous to, like, be shitting where you're yeah. eating. But it's not like, it's it's not like a bad, shameful thing. It's just kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. It's just how our bodies work. Yeah. There's something in between, between being completely ashamed of your shit and also just shitting in public and playing with your shit. Right. Like, there's something in between. Yeah. Yeah, and socialization <clears throat> is necessary and it serves a purpose. Yeah, and I think and you were being... testing those boundaries, actually, a little bit because I think you yeah, went from two extremes. One shitting yourself way too late in your life, then all of a sudden in the toilet, and I think you were testing those boundaries. Like, yeah. again, of being like, I kind of want to bring this back up there and see what it's like, and then you just felt so guilty and so much shame. But yeah. that seems like a normal thing for kids to do, which yeah. is testing social boundaries, social norms. Mm-hmm. I mean, the <clears throat> reason this podcast is, is really interesting is because um, everyone shits, mm-hmm. and no one wants to talk about it. Yeah. But it's... It's like how everyone's body works. It's like yeah. it's like sex. It's, it's how we live. We, it, sex yeah. is how we're made. Yet sex is yeah. taboo to talk about. Yeah. Eat fuck shit. Eat fuck shit. Oh, life. it's like eat pray love. <laughs> yeah, eat, eat pray love. If eat pray love were about her eating and fucking and shitting, I would read that book. Oh, fuck I'd read yeah. the shit out of that book. Yeah, <laughs> I would have so gone to the great. movie too. She goes to like if, Florence even if it's a Julia Roberts movie, movie, I still would have gone. <laughs> Especially if it's a Julia Roberts yeah, movie right. called That's Eat true. Fuck Shit, and Eat she's just shit. like going to Paris and like shitting everywhere. And no, she's Roberts like she's just do- she, she's just davening and just <laughs> shitting <laughs> in the Mediterranean. <laughs> I don't know where she goes. And you pray love. I don't know either. I think she she eats in Paris. She's pasta, I know, like or like whatever. She's pasta. No, I don't know. Maybe that's just my. Eat she eats love. a lot of gluten. <laughs> <laughs> you pray that you can eat pasta. Yeah, and not feel bad about it. <laughs> Just for once, just an order of pasta and not be like, this is my cheat day or whatever. Just be like, no, I just, I'm just eating it. <laughs> just eat I, it, man. Um, that's great. Thank you so much for coming on, Rachel. Thank you this for having great. me. What can we promote for you? You are incredibly active. Uh, one of, uh, a lot of people are actors and writers and, and, you know, musicians, but very few people actually do what they say they do or what they love. Rachel is in the my extreme minority because she is proactive with her talents and it's something that we all should strive for. It's, it's really amazing. She's That's always true. working on things. If you haven't seen Rachel Bloom's videos, I don't know where you've been because they are <laughs> everywhere. <Thank you>. Uh, <laughs> but look up Rachel Bloom on YouTube. Just, just let's just put that out there. Yeah. Just look up, watch her videos. Jack has had a hand in writing a lot of the songs with Rachel. Rachel does just incredible musical comedy right there off the bat. She has a great Twitter, which you can uh, – Rachel, give us that Twitter handle. At Rachel Does Stuff. Let's spell it all out for us. Uh, R-A-C-H-E-L-D-O-E-S-S-T-U-F-F. Great. It's an exciting time to follow Rachel Bloom, so please do it. Thank you. That's what I Thanks can Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for coming on.
All right, well, that was Rachel Bloom. One of a kind person, undeniably unique and specific. Human. Yep. That she, and, and you I know what? And I will say this now. Now that she's famous, she's exactly the same. <laughs> she is exactly the same. She's still the other sister I never had. Exactly. That is right. She is the other sister. And she's still shitting and talking about shitting, like, with reckless abandon. She just doesn't stop. And it's, it's glorious. So, yeah, that was Rachel Bloom. Guys, we're back. We're going to start doing more shows. We're, we're getting back up. We're with HeadGum. As I said before, great podcast network. So please keep emailing us at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com. Please tweeting at us at the Doug Mand and at Jack Dolgen. That's D-O-L-G-E-N. And uh, please call us on the shit hotline at 1786. Hold it N. That is the letter N. Give us your Charmin slogans. Tell us your stories. We read everything. We listen to everything. And rate us on iTunes. It helps get the word out and it makes us feel good and gives us a little gas in our tank to keep on farting for you. So, um, yeah, keep listening. And until next time, hold it in. You're going to make it. That was a HeadGum Podcast.